Welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast. I am your handy dandy amazing host, Mark Alex Carmen, alongside my partner in crime today, who amazingly, as I'm just tweeting out from the CHGO Bears account, won a bet. It was about 15 minutes ago that I said to Greg Braggs, I will pay you. $10 if you just shut up and don't speak for 10 minutes so I can actually do a little bit of prep for the show and you haven't spoken since I haven't heard your voice it's been the most relaxing 10 minutes of my life I don't um you know normally pay off my bets because I'm a I'm a slouch um but uh, today buddy uh here you go. A down payment. There's $5 for you because I don't have a 10. There you go. Halfway home. Halfway, Halfway home. You, and you, I, for you, the record, I didn't speak for 20 minutes straight. 19. 20. Oh, yeah. We're, we're yeah, 12 you you're, you're right. You didn't. 20 minutes. You're right. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. It was so worth it. It's one of the best investments I've ever made. Steven, did you I, enjoy I was it? wondering what was going on. I'm like, he's unusually quiet prior to his show. Well, it's interesting that you say that because you were in the room when I said to him, I'll pay you $10 to shut up for the next 10 minutes. I was trying to put the run down together. Yeah, you didn't even yeah, hear it. Yeah. So it's, this is somebody who communicates on a level that I communicate on, which is good, not listening. Good. But you listened, and and there you go, buddy. Yeah. I mean, it pain, I can do it, it. It, it. It pains me to give you that $5 I and, and to owe you 5 didn't talk for 20 minutes. Yeah. I haven't been on Twitter since last Wednesday. This is a new Braggs. Yeah, how you feeling about to, it, buddy? You doing all right? To, you good? It's It's been a nice exercise to stay off Twitter and take a break. Everybody knows that I, I go a little crazy on Bears Twitter. All right, all right, enough about you. Let's get into the show. Part of what got me here. But, yeah, not talking, not doing social media. I'm in a full Zen mode, embracing life outside of the realm of social media and i'm going to meet reality and not talk now if you want to pay me how much would you pay me to not talk a whole episode no i don't i want you to talk now this is where we entertain just just x setting a new record of the with the come on guys get into it uh 90 seconds (laughs) so congratulations just x good for you hey hit the like button as we get into it make sure you subscribe so you never miss any news on chgo bears or chgo in general uh, and also, please help us reach our goal on Twitter. We're trying to get to 40,000 followers by draft day. Follow us there, CHGO underscore Bears. And there is a poll that is going on right now, which is, will the Bears tip their QB hand next week at the Combine? Yes, we're going to get some Ryan Poles transparency. No, mom is the word. He will play it close to the vest. And yeah, the Bears may know what they're doing. May, they may not know what they're doing, but, but this there's... Is- this is where I was kind of, we were pushing back on you, where we were just like, hey, keep it to yes or no. Because even right there, as your qualifier, yes, polls, transparency. I don't expect Ryan Poles to talk to the media early in the week on Monday or, or would it be Tuesday morning and say, yeah, we're moving on from the quarterback. But a year ago at this time, Adam Schefter, during the week of the combine, put out, that the number one pick was up for sale, that they had started hearing offers, and Schefter put it out. But like that, that they used a go-between to put that message out there through the media. So like I don't think we're gonna hear it. Like you say, polls transparency. I don't think polls is going to show his hand, but I think 
some of the top insiders yeah. will start being a little more hard-lined as far as this is happening. It's just a matter of when. All right, we're picking nits here. I'm not saying that Ryan Poles has to say it. He, I'm saying that it gets out there and we know what's happening. And by the way, Poles was with us at the Combine last year. I'm hoping that he will be again this year. And he told us forget if it was on the air or off the air, but, but basically I think this was off the air that, you know, he was hoping to have something done by a little bit after the combine, that that was the anticipation and that's exactly what happened. So it was out there. It'll be out. Uh, the, the, the Twitter poll is leaning into it'll be out there. Not that Ryan Poles is going to stand up there uh, or sit on the CHGO bear show and tell us exactly what he's going to do. Shout out to our new diehards, by the way. Colin, a.k.a. The General, is here. The man who will lead you to victory. My guy, Colin. He's calming. He's bold. He's reliable. He's Colin. Why is Colin the General? Because he, I said he's the General. Okay, I see. I didn't know if there was a reference there. It, it, it was a little bit of a playoff of, of, of Colin Powell. Colin, Colin, the General. That's where I got to. But Robert, also the General. <laughs> Vol, the, don't, don't, under, don't try to understand how I do my brilliance. Robert, volatile, volatile, excuse me, but profitable. He, you know, the guy, dude will throw a chair, but he's also going to lead you to a championship. Bobby. Yep, that's Bobby right. Knight, I Rob, got that reference. Th there you go. Uh, my guy, Robert, welcome to being a diehard. And then E, power bat in the middle of the lineup. He can play 30, can play first. Some call him E5, which might be a reference to how he tips, but uh, I call him E excellent. E man, E welcome. Yeah, I got the E5 today. There you go, it's buddy. supposed to be 10, but I'll take the five. Yeah, yeah, That's a yeah. win. Yeah, well, we once, uh, you know, there was a, back in the old softball days, there was a dude who liked to play third base, and um, and 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 he wasn't the greatest third baseman of all time. And then we went out one night, and the whole team out there, and, you know, were there for quite a while and, and ordered food and drinks, and the whole thing left five bucks. That was, so henceforth, E5. This is not my guy. Um $5 from Pizzatola out of nowhere. Braggs, here's $5 to get Carm not to speak for the rest of the episode. Pizzatola. You're going to have to pay more than 5 bucks if you want Carm to not speak the rest of the episode. Now, you start getting into Duke range. Like, you know, he That's dro a bit he's dropped like 400 before. Yeah, I, it's a big He game. dropped 400. We, we do need to do the show, too. Yeah. It, it, yeah but I think it would be there. entertaining. You know, too, but we'd need a couple more hosts you here. You could I think, do the show without me. All you do is talk to yourself all day long. You, I'll say this much: if we get to a thousand dollars in super chats, then me and Carm will just sit here for twenty minutes and not speak. That's what people want. Okay, <laughs> all right. I think it would be really entertaining. Oh, that'd personally. be great. That'd be absolute. That uh, yep. Boyson's in. You got a vote Mario's of in. Greg Boyson. Probably Kaduk and Flanagan, everybody else. Hey, you know, Brandon Spano's probably cheering this up. I hope from, Duke didn't just hear that that offer. Yeah. Something tells me um, Duke will jump yeah. in real quick. Well, and by the way, Pizzatola is normally a two dollar guy. He went five bucks today. That's a that's a, a step know, up. I'll, I'll do the math for you, up. Breck. That's a hundred and fifty percent increase, buddy. So that's a major investment <laughs> okay. by Pizzatola. And and Pizzatola, even though you hate me. We, me, appreciate your support. All right. Uh, we are starting today's show as we, you know, lean into the combine next week. And, you know, I'm just reminding ourselves, you know, I, I, I it's super exciting the Bears have the one and the nine, right? That's like, I, I think that's all that anyone's talking about. But, and you that watch this show are, you know, you guys are diehard Bears fans, so you probably know this, and I'm not talking about anything that's a mystery here. In fact, I'm talking about something that probably even people who don't 
follow the Bears as closely as we do know. But look, there's no second round pick because of Montez Sweat. You've got the um, you're sitting there with the 75th overall after nine. 75 minus nine, Greg. Greg Thank you. Is 66? what? 66. The 66th picks in between Scary. nine. And, I mean, it's a long time to wait, man. It's, it's, there's going to be a lot of good players that go in that 66 to, to overstate the obvious. Then you've got two fourth-round picks. One of them, you know, comes in the Jalen Carter move back. So you are, you know, you're locked in in the fourth. And then you have, and then you have your fifth. But you don't have your sixth-round pick, which you gave up to uh, for Dan Feeney who did absolutely nothing, nothing. Uh, and, and you don't have your seventh round pick. And these are all fair swings. They're six and seven round picks. It's I get it. Uh, but you don't have your seventh round pick because of Nikhil Harry. So, eh, well, yep. you know, it's, it's an, it's an interesting draft for the bears. You're, you're top heavy and you don't have anything to play with at the but, bottom. I mean, yeah, but in a trade back scenario for the number one pick or a trade for Justin Fields from another team that, Theoretically, should land you some picks there in between that. Theoretically, yes. But so that's that's also another interesting discussion that we can have today as far as what the actual value and, and when the Bears will recoup that value if they do indeed move on from Justin. But we are starting with our positional needs. It's a Greg Braggs topic today. What are the Bears' biggest needs going into free agency and the draft, categorize them. And, Greg, would you like to go through your list first, please? Sure. Um, you know, I think this would be number one on most people's lists. So we'll start from top to bottom. But wide receiver is obviously the Bears' biggest need. Um, I'm not saying that you don't win championships through the trenches or, you know, quarterback is the most important position. But if we're going to talk about top need – for me, wide receiver, DJ Moore, and, and they don't really have anything after that. You know, it doesn't seem like Darnell Mooney is going to return. Uh, you know, Tyler Scott, I, I'm certainly not throwing in the towel on Tyler Scott, uh, but he's still got a lot of development to go. Bayless Jones may or may not be on the roster. <laughs> I know Herb Howard thinks he should be a running back going into the summer, and I don't think that's a terrible idea, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but it's hard to say where his place is on this roster. So uh, Roma Dunze was on the graphic because I think, uh, to me, that's my dream is that he falls to nine. Malik Neighbors, you know, I don't think is realistic to fall to nine at this point from what I'm seeing. Uh, I think there's a chance Roma Dunze could. It's going to be very disappointing if all three wide receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, are not there at nine. So – uh, we're kind of at the, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of the draft in that regard. So what can you do in free agency? I mean, we talked about some of the guys yesterday, you know, it's a good list, man. Uh, you, you tell me that I could have T Higgins or Mike Evans or Michael Pittman or Calvin Ridley, or even Marquise Brown. I'm interested. Right. Uh, you, you tell me I can have Gabe Davis or, or Tyler Boyd or Kendrick Bourne on the next, on the next tier. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm interested literally. Look, I I and I love T Higgins on this team, but I just don't think if you're talking about realistic, I doubt money. I doubt Ryan Poles is going to break the bank. You're already paying DJ Moore, and I think ideally, if you want to talk about positional value, you know, and that's something I feel like Ryan Poles, you know, keys in on your wide receiver. If you can draft a wide receiver in the first round, you know. 
then you get him for five years. You get him on a rookie deal because wide receivers don't come cheap. So then, you know, top tier T Higgins types are going to come at a heavy cost. But some of those other guys that you mentioned, maybe Calvin Ridley's the tweener, you know, kind of like when the bears brought in Allen Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars, a guy that had somewhat of a resume, but wasn't necessarily a superstar in the league. Uh, maybe those are considerations, but they need to bolster that wide receiver group before they get to the draft. No question about it. Well, let, let me ask you this, Gregory, if I if I may. How long did it take you to think about the Bears' biggest positional need? Was that a well, long? Well, the number one, it didn't take long. At right. All. No. Right. I, exa- exactly. Now, how yeah. many catches did did uh, DJ Moore have last year? Like a hundred and. 40? I don't know. 111? Okay. He, he had 96, you weirdo. Six, okay. He didn't have 140 catches, which would have set the NFL record. <laughs> he, had not, he, he had 96. Okay. All right. Now, who was second on the Bears in, in receptions? As Cole Komet. Right. Who was, and then our, our, our second best receiver, how many did he have? Take a wild guess. Do you think he averaged two catches a game? The answer is no. That'd be Darnell Mooney with 31 Who's, wow. who's not coming back. And if you run back our preseason, you know, predictions on what guys receiving numbers were going to be. Yeah. Oh, boy. Right. Oh, it's, boy. We it, struck out on that. We were we were getting lost in the optimistic sauce there. And by the way, Mooney was fourth on the team as far as receptions go. Third was Roshan Johnson, your rookie running back, who played less than half the snaps. So that just tells you how awful really the bears receiving crew was last year well and it so you got dj Moore, and that's great that's a great start you know it's not like a few years ago where darnell mooney was your one and you had saint brown and and byron pringle like dj Moore is a bona fide star at wide receiver so that's you know you said like how much did i think about it well the reason i put wide receiver one is obviously they have a lot of work to do and you know, you need four solid wide receivers, I feel like. But you do have DJ Moore in there. So right. that, that that's more than just a head start. That's You got your star, check. Correct. But you need more than that, obviously. And DJ Moore, as good as he is, is not he's not a bona fide top-tier one. He's more of a top 15 you know, player at the position. So, look, my point is this. If I'm talking to Ryan Poles, and maybe I am. Hi, Ryan. How are you, Carm? Here, we're in the Soldier Field today. Hope you guys stay there. Uh, look, I don't have any problem with them paying some big money for, for a wide receiver. It, it could transform their offense. Now, you, you've got you're sitting there with seventy plus million dollars. You've yes, you've got a lot of needs, but you you've you have not been successful drafting wide receivers to this point. I'm not telling you know I'm not I'm all for it. They want to they want to sign T Higgins to a 4-year deal. I'm all for it. I just don't think that Ryan Poles will do it. If at first you don't succeed, try try again, but I'm just telling you if the, if that happened this offseason, I'm not predicting they'll do it. But if that happened this offseason, they paid a lot of money for a wide receiver to make an impact. I I I'd, I'd understand it for sure and I'd also understand if they were aggressive in the draft to get one. Cuz what you have DJ Moore on what two more two years? Two more years. Two more years. You have to pay him too though if if you go down that route. Right. He's, he's in year. But you so yeah, exactly. But if you were to double down on that room where you you have DJ Moore on two years. Let's just go on the craziest scenario, and they they sign T Higgins to a four year deal, and then you draft Roma Dunze at nine. Then that lessens. 
how much you may necessarily need to pay DJ more in two years. And I'll give you another reason why they might do this. The success of whoever is playing quarterback is going to do a lot in creating security for the coaching staff and for the quarterback. Well, not the GM. Okay. So, look, whatever they decide, you need to get – if you can get the offense up to a league average, league competent level, well, with where you're at defensively, you got to feel pretty good about your chances to win a bunch of football games and keep your job and have and have the Bears, uh, you know, have Bears fans on CHGO just singing everyone's praises all the time. Who's your number? What was your number two position? Yeah, let's start running through this here because we both have you know a list of five. Um, we don't necessarily have to go as so. Yeah, for me, it's safety. And I, I kind of, sh- I guess I am trying to think a little outside the box here, but, uh, and I can get to my offensive line and defensive line reasonings as far as being behind there, but losing Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker, who I'm very high on is, is potential, but how much does Jaquan Brisker stay on the field? I mean, it's like every other game he has to come off and I get all credit to him. He plays hard as hell. You know, he's, he's laying his fucking life on the line to, to stay out there. But you know, um, a lot of times he's got to come off the field. So when he does right now, you don't have Eddie Jackson, who are your safeties? So that, that concerns me on the back half of your defense. So I, I get it. Um, and here, just looking at Braggs, is for those in the audio space, wide receiver one, safety two, O-line three, defensive line four, you put quarterback five, and then you cheated because you're you and you can't follow rules, and you put in bonus punter <laughs> versus putting it five. So, okay, and and I saw that uh, I think Brandon agreed with you in the chat. That'd be my list, too. So, Brandon, you need to follow the rules, too. This is a five list, not a, not a bonus Braggs list. But anyway, that's fine. Um I differ from you. Let's put up Carm's brilliant list because this is the list that matters. Um, and look, I, I I had a hard time between defensive line and offensive line because I like Tevin and I don't think you're doing anything with Nate and hopefully he'll be a little bit better, a little bit more solidified next year. But both those guys concern me. Obviously, the center is a huge problem. Now I'm talking myself out of this. But look... You need for that it to me if I could if you told me that I could have a dynamic safety to pair with Jaquan or you could or I could have a dynamic another edge rusher to pair with Montez Sweat I'm going for that so to to me right, if you the, can if you can get the D line up, up but it isn't one about big notch it's not about what position has higher value to your team it's about what position group has the bigger well, need. right, but the, so the D line's got one impact player right now, right? And so when I he came a, in, the defense literally turned a complete I, 180. I, they I, 22 interceptions I, on the year, tied with the Niners for the most I, I, 10 interceptions in the league. I mean, of course, you multiply with I, Montez Sweat, and now this defense has a chance to be one of the best in football, you but. St- I'll, I'll, I'm leaning heavily. We're into, picking nits here. A little not bit. really, not really, because if you, look, the Bears' secondary is solid. The Bears' D line has marginal contributing pieces. I'm hoping that Jervon Dexter takes a major step forward. Same thing with Zach Pickens, and um, you know Andrew Billings had a good, very good, solid season and, and earned himself another contract. All of that, 
but you still are relying a ton on one freaking dude. You need another guy. So if it so happens that the draft goes so crazy that it's offensive player, offensive player, offensive player, offensive player, offensive player, offensive player, and you can literally get the top defensive player at nine despite their offensive needs, I would be, I would, I'll raise my hand and say I'm completely fine with that and them spending money on a wide receiver so you know you have some security there and then drafting two of them in the fourth round and hoping you hit on one. Yeah, we kind of saw the Seahawks do this. They already had DK Metcalf. They already had Tyler Lockett. They went out and got Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's like an embarrassment of riches. Obviously, it works out in that offense. It gets Shane Waldron a new job with the Bears now. Yeah, so, and by the way, New Harper is my new best friend who's telling me that I've killed it the last couple of days. You have been killing it. All your stats and facts, you're just a... Wealth of knowledge, and I spent the it's entire an honor day. to sit next to you in this chair. And now you're stealing my whole bit. He's day. stealing my bit. I <laughs> called him up today and told him about everything that he's great at and how I'm just in awe of him yes. and every, how he's just better than me. You were just rolling out of bed like the loaf that you are, and I was at the gym. You did beat me out of bed today again. It's because you're better than me, and you're yeah. just so amazing. And I just want to be like you. Um, but look, it to me, it's listen. The Bears have done this backwards, which is hopefully going to turn out fine. But they addressed the secondary first when Ryan Poles got here. And you still have to address the interior. His swing last year on Nate Davis looks like, at best, a foul tip. I'm, you know, if, if they could get out from under that contract right now, they'd do it. But they can't. It's, right. it's, it, it's So he's going to be back here next year. Is Tevin Jenkins going to be healthy next year? No one knows. Not a single person. Not Tevin, not anyone. Um, is Braxton Jones good enough at left tackle? We all hope so. I'm not I'm not in a panic there. Is Darnell Wright going to be the stud that everyone thinks he is? I, I, I had a very good year. That's not the problem. Center completely, you know, it's a complete wild card. Um, so, but they the only non-wild card about it is that they they have to address it. How they address it is the wild card part. I mean, you're probably going to address it twice. I mean, there's no. The dra- I mean, some Bears fans would tell you like center is their top need, and I'm not going to argue like the how thing- important the center position is to getting this offensive line and the offense in general right. Um, there's no question about that. But just on its surface, I mean, no offensive line is ever going to be perfect. Like this is we're we're reaching for something that we should strive for, but isn't always necessarily attainable. And there's always going to be a weak link on your D line or your offensive line or somewhere on your roster. You're never going to have a perfect roster, you know. And and the whole point of potentially drafting a quarterback, you know, that gets the ball out quicker, or you know, wide receivers like Marvin Harrison Jr. That you know your margin of error on you know how you got to pinpoint a pass makes it a little easier that's the whole point is when you get playmakers in they're going to help some of your lesser players look better so yes of course they need a center they need to probably get a center in free agency and then draft another center to develop but the offensive line was creating good pockets last year i mean from from my standpoint from week 4 on the denver game on i thought the offensive line was doing a pretty good job Tevin Jenkins, when he uh, is healthy, they really do a great job. And then when he comes out, you can see the difference. Um, you know, Nate Davis obviously didn't have a very good year. Started out rocky, losing his mom, and then he got hurt. But I like the progression of where Darnell Wright's going. When Tevin Jenkins is healthy, I think he's one of the best offensive linemen we've had since Kyle Long. 
Braxton Jones is serviceable at the least and continues to get better. I, you know, I, I go back and forth on if I'd be willing to draft a left tackle at nine because even as serviceable as Braxton Jones is, are we looking for two top ten tackles to uh, be the you know the foundation of your future here on your offensive line? That'd be hard to hard to argue that, and maybe that's the route Ryan Poles goes, but. Like some of these people say, oh, the offensive line was terrible. I'm sorry. Not this year, guys. Two years ago? Yeah. Fields was running for his life. He sacked like 58 times. Probably could have been 96 times. This year, I did not think the offensive line was as bad as some people try to make it out to be. Fair enough. I'm not going to uh, – can, you can be the guy that uh, defends the Bears O-line. I, I, I'm interesting, you know, Justin Fields is talking to – Today, or at least it's being put out today by the St. Brown brothers, uh, and he's not going to say anything negative about that O-line, but I wonder if we could put the old uh, truth, the old lie detector test on him, what he would say about the O-line. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I... Yeah, there's some They quotes. need help on the O-line. They need help on the D-line. They need, they, there's, there's a lot of needs. Right. But their D-line, I mean, they're seven and once 10. they got Montez Sweat, the defense was one of the best in football. That's okay, fair enough. Their offensive line um, got the job done. I'm not saying, and this is where we're picking nits. The, these are all positions of need that they need to upgrade. But if I have to rank them one by one, now we're starting to pick through the weeds. And I'm not trying to, you know... Uh, you know, prop up one thing to denigrate another. And I'm just looking at from the safety perspective, you know, right now they don't have somebody next to Jaquan Brisker and Jaquan Brisker can't always stay on the field. So they need a lot of depth there uh, and, it, and it can't be underlooked. No matter how you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, it's a great excuse to gather with friends and crack open a cold one. Shout out to our friends at Miller Lite. Enjoy these moments at all with Miller Lite, the original light beer and still the best one Mm-mm-mm. I could use a Miller Lite right now. It has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. Fresh, tasty, crisp. Miller Lite celebrating St. Patrick's Day this year by offering lucky winners and their crew the opportunity to see the Chicago River dyed green up close and personal on their Miller Lite party boat, which is the place to be. To enter for your chance to win, do this right now. It's a great way to support us. It's a great way to have some fun. Visit MillerLite.com slash Chicago St. Pat's, Chicago S-T-P-A-T-S. No purchase necessary. They're hooking you up here. Promotion ends on March the 1st and is open only to legal residents of Illinois and Indiana who are 21 years or older. Celebrate responsibly with our friends at Miller. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per every 12 ounces. That's right. Uh, you know else where you need to go and where you went here not too long ago? How long is this? you going to get into this thing? That's what? Ray Chevrolet. Oh, my God, my guys. I'm going yeah. back up there on Saturday to uh, hang out. Yeah. You're going to buy another car? No, I'm going to pay him for the one that I got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what you should do. You should do when you hit up Ray Chevrolet, sharing the best offers all month long 
with their auto show sales event. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake, just like Carm, to join in on the savings. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they are offering 0% financing for 72 months on new Silverados with over 100 available. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under 2000 Seriously, guys, can pricing get more affordable? No, it can't. Uh, I know everyone loves the word free, especially our guy Nick Moriano, and that's what you'll get this month at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake, a free oil change, and all you need to do is mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change. Start off the new year right and schedule it by February 29th. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Find your newest mom car, and you can get it for yourself. Did you, Ray, did you hear what he just said? This dude just dogged the Chevy tracks. I didn't dog it. You called it a mom car. It's been called a mom car by some in our chat. So we're now, that's what I mean, your label got... of what you got is you got a mom. It's all right. You got a, you got a mom wagon. All right. First of all, have you seen the car? I saw a picture of it. Yeah. But it you looked got, nice. It looked nice. You haven't stood next to it, buddy. You haven't, you oh, haven't, I got you haven't stand next you, to you it haven't, now. You haven't sat in the tracks. So until you do, we might have to do a video after the show. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'll be in diehard overtime today again because I love the people. I haven't seen you in there in a while. It seems to me that you're slacking. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you something. When you sit in there, you feel the power, buddy. Oh. Tracks. Oh. Tracks life. Seat Tracks warm- power. Seat warmers? Yes, there are seat okay, warmers. Cool. What type of person do you think I am? <laughs> I've worked hard in this, in, this, in this life to be able to have my ass warm when I drive. All right. Uh, if nothing else. So, all right, let's get into it. Justin Fields is talking to the St. Brown brothers on their podcast, and uh, apparently that is out. He told, according to my guy, our guy, our diehard guy, Gary Ross, who's uh, putting it in the chat about different comments that Fields made, the reason why he unfollowed the Bears is that basically – He's human, and, he un- and that he wants he unfollowed the NFL altogether because he wants other stuff than football on his timeline. And here's Fields. Here's a quote. I just want it to be over. Let me know if I'm being traded. Let me know if I am staying. Wow. So there you go. I mean, it's it's it. That's real life right there. He's he. Uh, you know, you know, we want people want people want to know where they are going to be, who they're going to be working for. It's stressful to be sitting in the middle of. Not knowing, um, I get it, and so and he's also basically saying that whatever happens, I'm good. He just wants to know, right? So he can plan his life, right? If you think you know us here on the show or Bears Twitter arguing about this ad nauseum is is uh, nauseating and and getting on under everyone's skin, imagine being the guy that it actually affects. <laughs> You know, and the family that it actually affects. And I do feel bad for Justin in this instance, and I do hope. Nice shirt, Lawrence. Uh, we're twins today. You know, I do hope that there is clarity sooner rather than later for Justin's sake and the Bears' sake 
and the fan bases say, and the podcast people's sake, like we're all over it. But first and foremost, Justin Fields is the person most directly affected by this. So, you know, it's interesting. I mean, obviously Ryan Poles isn't really tipping his hand to Justin as far as what they're doing. Cause you know, he said, you know, whether I stay or I go, I don't care. I just want to know what I'm doing. So look, Nobody needs to have a pity party for Justin Fields. Dude's living a great life. He's making millions of dollars. He's earned all of that, by the way. So congratulations to Justin and anybody else who's gotten to that level. Uh, but this is part of what comes with being in that profession. It's part of the reason why you make all the dollars. And he's also speaking honestly. Like, this, hey, uh, you know, all the money that I have in the bank in my bank account doesn't mean that I don't sit up at night and wonder where I'm going to be next year and what my opportunity will be. If he does go to – he did say on there that one of his favorite places to play is Pittsburgh where he had one of his greatest games in the NFL, a game that the Bears should have won Fields, let a comeback that didn't happen. He doesn't get credit for that comeback because the Bears' D didn't hold it. He's pushing. I mean, and there's a clip where you can watch Mike Tomlin uh, during Justin Fields' um, – what was it, at his pro day? Um, and and Tomlin's like, you're, you're who we came to see. You know, and, and so Mike Tomlin – Certainly is, you know, a factor in that. I Because, like, I've heard a lot of people bring up the Falcons. And I just think from the Bears' standpoint, like, do they really want to trade? Like, if they had the option between trading him in the NFC or the AFC, I would think they'd want to trade him to the AFC. Well, I think the Falcons get it brought up because, one, their QB situation isn't great, and, two, it's the connections that sure. they already have to Justin No, it Fields. makes sense for Justin, but for the Bears, like – are you really wanting to send him? I Hogue talked about this a couple months ago. Like, where you trade him, you know, affects how it looks for Ryan Poles. And you send him to a perfect situation. I'm sure that would be doing right by him. And, and in a vacuum, that sounds nice. But at the same time, Ryan Poles has got to protect himself. And if he's got the choice between Pittsburgh or Atlanta and the offers aren't really that much different – he might want to just send him to the AFC so he doesn't have to deal with Justin Fields and the potential of that blowing up in his face, When's right? the next time the Bears face the Falcons? It's not even – I mean, they're both in the NFC. You send Justin Fields to the AFC, good luck getting through so that gauntlet you're saying, to get to the Super Bowl every year. All right, I don't want to debate this one too hard, but you're saying that Fields – or that Poles' decision on where he trades would be a potential – playoff matchup and you don't want to face him that seems kind of crazy to me Uh, look take the best if you're trading him take the best deal i'm not if i'm ryan nfc afc even in the division if you're moving on they're not obviously that's not going to happen because everybody in the division is is i I was saying if the if the offers aren't really that much different that you're going to choose the afc you know team over there and it, it could come down to that the Vikings are not spoken for, depending on what Kirk Cousins decides, although everybody thinks he's going to be back in Minnesota, or most do. I do. Uh, he seems like a guy that looks pretty happy there living his Minnesota life with his wife and his fake fires and his mm-hmm. terrible clothing and all that. And uh, the Vikings obviously have a guy by the name of Justin Jefferson who's fun to throw to, so I think Kirk will stay. But regardless, look, I think the bear. It, it 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 is interesting to hear Justin talking, uh, for a couple of reasons for me. One, the Bears. There is no question that they have a ton of respect for Justin and the way he's gone about his business. 
So if they were trying to move on or if they were deciding to move on, would they try to speed that along to try to accommodate him, seeing that he's literally unfollowing the NFL and his former team because it's rattling him, you know, to, to see the stuff right now because that's the stress that he's in and maybe the disappointment that he feels if, you know, there's going to be some part of him that's going to be sad that some that, that the original team that drafted him, who traded up for him, is ultimately saying that they don't want him anymore because of even though they have this great option, which you can feel a little bit better about that, but it's going to hurt. I mean, it, it would hurt me. I would, I'd want to kill the Bears if they were moving on from me. I'd, I'd want to scream at them about every reason why I wasn't successful. Right. Guys, our, our GM, Jake Flanagan, did send in a minute 45 clip from the podcast talking about the unfollow. if you want to go to that now. Sure, let's hear it. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, Wait, since we're here, hold on. But, I mean, we're what's not the, comparing. What's, no, 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 no. Since we're here. Comparing. All right, come on. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why, why are you unfollowing the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. <laughs> That's you know? true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, fo- you follow you Luciana, right? Hmm? But listen, listen, me, yeah, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend though. That's different. But I'm saying like when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you mess with the bears? You're saying you mess with the bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, ah, it's not even like okay, that. okay. It's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm. what? Just get away, get away from every bit. bears post. It's either I don't see who you follow. Uh, nah, it's it's see who follow. See the drive, Caleb. So it's like, bro. Man, I'm tired yeah. of hearing the talk. We want, like it's to, annoying. we want, yeah. it, like it's just, bro. Like it's time to just. So you're telling me you don't follow no football, bro? You follow? I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher, Bleacher report. report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog. Mm. They're not posting nothing about football. I'll follow them. Back. Drake London. Drake London, my teammate. What's up with that? What you mean? What's up with that? I follow you. Actually, you know, you know Drake. You. You don't follow me, but you know Drake. Um, I'll follow you after this, but nah, not for real. I mean, we played against them, you know, these past two years, but I don't know. Right. Wow, I, I freaking love that. That's awesome. Amon Ra is hilarious, pressing him like that, going through his follows. I mean, that that I, like when we were talking about it the other day, it was like I couldn't even really determine whether or not he did follow him before, or if he even was a hundred percent not following the Bears. I know everybody was like doing their own research on it, but to hear him say that he did physically unfollow the Bears and the NFL is like, wow, you know, and it just goes to show you like some people were like, oh, he has a social media team that handles his Instagram or, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure he does have people that work with him on that stuff, but no, he, he does run his own Instagram account. I mean, this generation of kids, they live on social media. I live on social media. You know what I mean? So like, it's not surprising to hear him say that he's that active on Instagram, that he doesn't want to see it on his timeline, but you know, it's, it's just, it's like, wow. Credit to Matt Nagy with a, with a comment here, coach. Thank you for this one, which is more uh, telling Mitch Trubisky had to turn off the TVs or Justin's going on vacation and he doesn't want to see any football on his timeline. Who's that's kind of an equal level of botherment. Yeah, I mean, I it's 
So the, what, look at what the Bears have done, man. The yeah, Bears and made, for anybody that wanted, so this is what I'll say. Anybody that wanted to be critical of Mitch doing that, it's the same thing with this. So you got to keep that same energy in a lot of ways. But I'm not one of those people when people were hard on Mitch about it. You, I mean, watch the last dance, right? You give the weirdest faces. Just let me get through the sentence first. You watched the last dance, I did, right? I did, Greg. Or there was a moment in the last dance where Michael Jordan walked into the trainer's room. They had the TV on before the game, and Michael turned it off because they didn't want to hear the pregame talk. Okay. So, like, you know, people that draw these, oh, look, at he's soft. He said he, he had to turn off the TV. He said he didn't want it on his timeline. Well, Michael Jeffrey Jordan once turned the TV I, off I got- before a game. Like, sometimes they want to block out the noise. So, for me, like... I wasn't one of those people that was hard on Mitch about it, so I'm not going to sit here and be hard on Fields about it, but there are plenty of fans that did drag Mitch about it, and let's see if they keep that same energy for Justin. Okay, all right. That's a weird conversation, too. But, but, but yes, people got on Mitch for that, and maybe, and, and I'm seeing it here, uh, at least some of the things you're going to get on Justin for unfollowing. I would just say, dude, go on vacation. Leave your phone in the room. Enjoy the sounds of the ocean. That's not what kids do. That's not what I do. I went to Florida. You guys were like, unplug. There's no such thing for people of our generation. Your baby boomer generation barely <laughs> knows how to turn on the phone. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you should listen to You've us. You've got a dial-up thing. That's right. I, I do. Love, I love the old yeah. dial thing. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was awesome. You yeah. never had that in your life? What was that called? It's a called a rotary line? phone, Greg. Rotary. It's a rotary. rotary phone. Yeah, yeah. Sit down, Jim. Eight, <laughs> four, seven, four, three, three, two, seven, two, zero. Oh, the Piacentes. Yes. My guy Simon. Okay. All right. Um, well, interesting, and because apparently he also unfollowed the Bears on his dog's Instagram account. He doesn't want to see it, dude. He doesn't want to see it. He doesn't. He doesn't. He wants to be out of sight, out of mind. He wants to be in his cocoon. He wants to enjoy his vacation. Which I get. I mean, this is the the conversation on this has just been out of control. You know, team like he said, team Justin, team Caleb. You know, it, it's 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 completely jumped the shark. What 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 was interesting there too? Wait a second. You're talking to a girl as they're talking about, as they put it, messing with, and yet you unfollowed who you were messing with, but you're still messing with them? Is that the unfollow to keep the scent of that girl from other women? Or what? what, what can you explain that one for, for me? Why, why would you unfollow somebody who you're messing with? Can anybody help me with this? You know, I'm playing hard to get. Playing hard to get? Yeah, yeah. The old playing hard to get. Move. I mean, I don't know. Do you, you know, I started dating Jenny... Before social media really took off. So I was retired from the game uh, by the time social media hit. So you'll have to ask these kids. I never did Tinder or anything like that. And I'm grateful for that. It probably would have gotten me in a lot of trouble. Uh, So, uh, all right, just to bottom line what we just learned. What did we just learn? Justin did. That Justin definitely unfollowed the Bears. Right. But it wasn't because... It is. He's, the, he was told he's going to be traded. It's because he doesn't want to hear about it anymore. He also said that he's done with this conversation, just <laughs> wants to be, know where he's going, whether he's staying or going. I think Crystal just spoke the truth. If you're messing with someone, that means you're messing with multiple. Thank you, Crystal, for for underlining what actually is going on. Okay. okay. All right. So we learned that 
I think we learned also that EQ has an active social life. Did we not just learn that? He called him out there. EQ, you know, you don't follow people that you're messing with. Yeah. EQ's doing work. Yeah. Go EQ. Live that live that NFL athlete life. Okay. We also learned that Justin's going on vacation. It's going to take some time off. And we did ha- and we learned nothing about whether or not he's going to be here or not be here for everybody who's going to jump to that one. But There's that, no that, new news there. Right, but that also means that Ryan Poles hasn't told him anything of we're that's, keeping him, too. That's correct. He has not been communicating. And, you know, when you talk about the Kevin Warren interview a week ago where it was like, oh, you know, Kevin, Kevin's all in with keeping fields. And I do think if it was up to Kevin Warren, they would keep fields. But at the end of the day, what Justin just said is they nice. haven't told him one way or the other. And you would think that if he was for sure your guy – that they would have at least told him. Now you want to play the leverage game, and Justin's not going to tell the, all the you know layers of it. Of course, Justin's not going to like come on and say what Ryan's telling him. But it it does genuinely sound like they haven't spoke since the season ended, right? Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I think they've spoken. I just don't think that you know it's clear that Justin does not know what they're going to do, and it's starting to weigh on him, and he unfollowed the Bears, and he unfollowed everything football, so he can go on vacation and try to chill out and get some time away from all of this. And it's, it's a little it's a little stress on him right now. I get it. I totally got, get it. We got one more quote here before we get to the uh, next thing, and Justin says, yeah, of course I want to stay. I can't see myself playing in another place. If it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I'm glad we put that up there. Right. Yes, which is why this is stressful for him, because he wants to stay. And he wants to see it through, and he wants to win here, which is why I have underlined for the zillionth time that the best, most romantic, coolest story would be if the Bears did it with Justin. We, it's not that long ago that we can all remember the Atlanta game yeah, at course. Soldier Field when they're chanting for him and he's playing out of his mind. And you can see the love for the Bears quarterback, love that we haven't seen for many Bears quarterbacks, any Bears quarterbacks other than Justin, seriously. Right, because uh, I see El Sancho in the chat saying, PR response from Fields, what, would, what else would you expect him to say? And I always hear that, like, deferred statement to everything anybody ever says publicly well what else would they say well i mean technically fields could demand a trade fields could say you know what i'm sick of this limbo i'm sick of not being told what i'm going to do so you know what i want to be traded which is not him you're right he could he could he could just hey man like jump in front of it i i i don't care what they're doing as far as what they're I, i want out of here you right. haven't supported me. This is not the best place for me to play football. I want to be gone. He could have done that, if he, but that's just not him. Hey, uh, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event. Use our friends at Game Time Tickets. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater, anything that you want to go see near you. Do it with Game Time. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, best price guarantee, Game time taking the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love game time. Um, and I do love seeing the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. 
Game time with ticket, uh, deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour into it. So, you know, having a couple drinks down the street, see if the prices drop. Let me check game time real quick here. Oh, man, those are sweet. Last minute, I'm going in. Uh, and they also have zone deals where you can pick the section, but game time is going to pick the seats. You get an average of about 18% savings on those, which is sweet. Download the game time app, create yourself an account, use that code CHGO. You get $20 off your first purchase. Download Game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, and you know where else you're guaranteed to have a good time? That's at our CHGO events. Uh, we are taking over the United Center uh, this Sunday. I'm going. Uh, February 25th. Mark Carmen is going to be there. I can't believe I get CHGO to go. CHGO Blackhawks are going to be there. The diehards that love the CHGO Blackhawks are going to be there because they're all going to be here there because the Blackhawks are honoring one of the most decorated defensemen and Chris Chelios. Uh, the event is sold out uh, for CHGO, uh, but we encourage anybody that's at the United Center on a special day, uh, go to the United Center atrium, enjoy drinks before the ceremony and the game. The CHGO crew is going to be there, so make sure you go and say hi. Uh, find our Blackhawks and Bulls watch parties throughout Chicago, and don't miss our next takeover on March 26th. Head over to allchgo.com. For more information, uh, and if you become a diehard at allchgo.com slash diehard, you can get discounts on those events, free shirt right out the gate. Uh, we are moments away, next day or two away, from announcing the Bears draft party that Ooh. we are going to be doing. Uh, so, you know, you'll get all the information that's included on that, but if you haven't made plans yet, don't make any because you're going to clear your schedule for April 25th and April 26th. The first round is on April 25th. The second and third round is on April 26th on a Friday. Uh, we're going to be doing a draft party once again, just like last year. So keep your schedule completely clear. Come hang out with us uh, for the NFL draft and, and what's going to be a very special draft uh you know regardless of what they do one way or another with fields it's two top 10 picks it's going to be a lot of fun last year was a lot of fun at joe's on weed street we're going to have a lot of fun this year again so make sure you stay tuned for those details to come all right so let's wrap up the show here before we get to our super chats we got some uh just reminder that the franchise tag uh you know First day was yesterday, and that continues uh, all the way until uh, March the 4th. And then the deadline for a long-term deal, by the way, is July the 17th. So in theory, when we're talking about Jalen, the Bears could tag him if they don't have something done by the 4th, and they'd have until the 17th of July to work out an actual deal. Um, here's some players the Bears have franchise tagged in the past whether or not they got a long-term deal all right so there you see Allen robinson tagged didn't get one Alshon, no henry melton no the one guy who did matt forte in 2012 and then lance briggs was tagged in 06 and did not get a long-term deal so if you go down the non-tag uh, in the in bears history if you don't get if you do get tagged the chance of you getting a long-term deal historically is a low percentage in chicago that which doesn't really matter at all because this is a new regime and they might do things differently. But that, in case you were wondering how it's gone in the past, that's our so detailed CHGO outstanding work. Yes, Lance Briggs was tagged 
And he didn't get a long-term deal. And didn't get a long-term deal, but how long was Lance Briggs on the Bears? So he was tagged in 2006, but then how long did he... He signed a long-term deal the following season. So he played that season under the franchise tag. I see. Thank you for explaining that. Is that me, little like note at the five. bottom there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign long term. Yeah. Oh, there's the star. Thank you for explaining that to me. Like I'm five. I'm sorry. Someone in the chat was talking about my wife. Thank you. I had to get that out. All right. Don't look at the. Ch- don't look at the I'm chat. Sorry. It's not, it's no. not good for you. So he was tagged in 2006, but I'm at, now I'm actually confused. And he signed a long term deal. You were saying that these are tags that didn't get long-term deals. I thought, am I missing something? What am I not understanding? Whatever. We'll talk about it after the show. I'll learn. Thank yes. you very much. Uh, but I do think just the, the, the nugget that I'm trying to remind everybody is that um, the really you have until July. The Bears and, and Jalen have until July 17th to work this out. So I'm hopeful they will. But we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. A credit to the Bears for the record on being a pretty damn progressive organization at this point. African American president, CEO, CEO, you know, black GM. You've got uh, you got a black quarterback, and now you've got the first woman's coach in the history of the Bears. Jennifer King, yeah. Nicholas Moriano wrote this up, allchgo.com. Hired this week will be an offensive assistant working with the running backs. Um, she was the first full-time black woman coach in NFL history in 2021 with the Commanders, who made her an assistant running back coach. She was a coaching intern with the Panthers back in 2018 and 2019. She's 39 years old, played college basketball and softball at Guilford College in North Carolina. Played football in the Women's Football Alliance after graduating. She was a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a safety. She got her first opportunity in the NFL once again with Carolina and then Washington. Um, you know, it was with Ron Rivera with the Panthers. Connected with him at the NFL Women's Forum in 2018. Ron Rivera hiring her. She, she coached the national team running backs during the Senior Bowl, where I think she met Nicholas Moriano. Um... And she worked with the current Bears running back, Roshan Johnson, while she was in, in Mobile. And now she's going to work with uh, running backs coach Chad Morton. will help oversee a unit that, uh, you know, second-best rushing unit in the league. By the way, I still think the Bears need a stud running back, at least the way they're looking at it. But regardless, that's um, – hey, I'm proud of the Bears, damn it. Let's go. Um, who's the best person for the job? Who can get it done? And the Bears are identifying – Jennifer King is somebody who can get it done, and I am open to the fact that she's going to crush it. Yeah. So I love, sure. I love it, man. That's pretty cool. It is. It's very cool. I mean, you know, we went out and we looked around at all these incredibly seasoned media people. We're like, you know what? We're not going that route. We'll take the, we'll take the bricklayer and see what he can do. It was we, smart. We, we th- it's forward thinking by Jake. You, you. It's, you know, the, the Bears looked for something outside the Greatness. box, and so did CHGO. You and Jennifer King have something in common. Mm-hmm. Not the traditional hire. No, not at all. Not yeah. the traditional, but sometimes. Hopefully Jennifer's, you know, got some qualities that you, you find, don't have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. She's not screaming for food while she, while <laughs> no. I'm on live on the show. That which, wasn't, it does still smell like bacon here. 
um, you know, in the studio. Yeah, Charlie was actually in our chat and asked about that. Yes, it, it, it does still smell like bacon. Charlie, the bacon guy, unbelievable, hooking us up all day yesterday. It was, I mean, I was honored. It was like one of the greatest days in our studio's history. Uh, for the record, Charlie, when I walked in today, I um, basically took a big sigh of, Man, it just feels delicious yeah. in here. Or, um, uh, and make sure you hit up Charlie the Bacon Guy at www.charliethebaconguy.com. Uh, Instagram at Char- Charlie the Bacon Guy. On Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. Uh, or you can email him at Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Dude, great dude. Great food. Get you some. If you want to get an order, just send him an email Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. There you go. Live the dream. Get the Maui Wowie. All right. Uh, super chats, super chat. Let's do it. Oh, my guy, Isaac back again today. $5. How about a whole episode of you two nicely trying to imitate each other for real? That (laughs) would be entertaining. We do that for an hour before every show. Uh, Isaac, I'll do this tomorrow when Hogue returns with Nick. I'll just start talking and not listening to anybody and speaking for 12 minutes. You literally do that. That's you. That's you doing an impression of you. Okay. You are the least self-aware human being on the planet. Next Super Chat. When I talk, it's brilliant. When you talk, it's less brilliant. Trevor (laughs) Trevor LaMarche, $5. What's up, Trevor? Justin Fields' interview with the St. Brown Brothers happening soon. Yeah, well, we uh, that's obviously before we played that. So uh, thanks to uh, GM Jake Flanagan, who does 7,000 things around here, including us getting us audio of uh, Justin with the St. Brown Brothers. That was cool to see. I'm looking forward to watching that entire thing. Congrats to them. They do a nice job over there. Of course, it's not close to the job that we do here, damn it. T-Fly Shy to Long Beach. Bears fans, I knew you'd have trouble reading this. It's a lot of words. It's little lettering. You can't read. You mm-hmm. can't see. Let's, let's, see, let, let's see. Bears fans will get all they deserve, and I will be here to never let you forget. Football gods have already set up this franchise like the Cubs. Don't appreciate talent. You have always looking around clown face. Okay. And then his next super chat, Greg, to finish the point. Yes. Vegas Bears win-loss total with Fields plus uh, nine? Plus or minus nine with Caleb Williams plus or minus five. He's making that up. Yeah. I don't. Those, I doubt those odds There's are out there no yet. no way they're that much different. It oh. actually, but that is an interesting exercise if they – like how many games do you think they'd win? Well, what, we could do that for another show. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good show topic. In my opinion, though, if I'm looking at this, the Bears are a more likely playoff team next year with Fields, but they could be a better long-term team with Caleb. So if you're looking at the immediate future, yeah, maybe next year it would be better with Fields. But that's just my take. I think that, they, it's, a, it's a fair take, too. Like if, if I think they have the chance to make the playoffs with either quarterback, personally. I would agree with that, too. But like to Steven's point, Instantly, if you traded if you traded back and you added, say, Marvin Harrison Jr. to this team right now with Justin, would the Bears have a better chance in year one than with Justin and Marvin uh, versus Caleb and whoever mm-hmm. in year one? 
That's uh, yeah. I mean, if, an if any somebody total anarchy said in the chat, if whatever sports book has those odds at five wins over under, I'll take that bet all day long. If they keep if they draft Caleb, I'll take the over under on that. I'll take over they're, five. They're, that's that's only in T Fly Shy sports book, right? But hey, T Fly, if the Bears fail miserably after drafting Caleb, you will be here to laugh at us, and we appreciate your support. Four ninety nine from Matt Nuku, my guy Matt. Every day I flip flop, like brags on my Fields Caleb preference. Today I'm on Team Fields. Cheers, guys. You know it's funny that you bring that up, Matt, because I did last night. There was part of me that's like, you know what? Let's just keep Justin. I had that flip last night. I was I I I, I was starting to get melancholy. I was I was feeling it means you're I was feeling exercising my in thought. You know that's okay. You're looking at both sides of I the coin. I think it was more, it was more emotional, more, more in tune to my liking of Justin than than actual thought. But I had it. I I had I had a and then I and I told Gary Ross because I talked to Gary all day long. I talked to Gary more than I talked to my friends and family. And I said, I, th- I think Gary I might, is family. I think I, that's right. I think I might flip back to Justin. He's, he wouldn't allow Ross wouldn't allow it. Put down the kibosh on it. Can't yeah. go back to Justin Carm. I mean, deep down, we all know that I want Bajan to quarterback this team to the Super Bowl because that's what that's what the future looks like for me. Seventeen back there, surveying the scene, mm-hmm. firing it, and, 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 and flexing his muscles and letting everybody know that you think that I don't have a strong arm. Check out these, check out this cannon. Yep. I wonder if he'll be the backup next year. Matt, yeah, Matt Nuku, looking good in his. Um, see, I always thought now that I have the picture closer. Now yeah. I see that that isn't like a karate, you know, belt, but it looked like one. Are you from saying the that TV. you couldn't see that far because you're old, Greg? Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, I think you kind of sort of fraudulent slip there. Um, we'll edit that out. Yeah. All right. Hey, appreciate everyone being here today. I know that uh, we're in. Literally, the entire NFL is taking time off right now, but Braggs and I are here for you, damn it. Hogue's back tomorrow. We're in the mansion returns. We, uh, we are in Indy, which we'll talk about tomorrow, but we are there all next week. Really looking forward to that. And uh, Before we wrap, should we tell everyone what we got going on today? Yes. Yes, and, we and, should. And, and we absolutely should do that. Stephen, would you like to yeah, do that? Yeah, I got it. Coming up at 2.30, it's the CHGO Fire. Their season kicks off on Saturday. CHGO Cubs are on at 3.30. Ryan Herrera brings you the latest from Sloan Park at Cubs Spring Training. At 5 p.m., Vinny Duber joins the CHGO White Sox from Glendale. Sox are getting closer to their first spring game on Friday versus the Cubs. Let's go. Bulls have their final off day of the All-Star break. We'll got Lieb and Mark K. preview the second half at 6.30 for the CHGO Bulls. And lastly, the, C- the Chicago Blackhawks look to get back on track at home versus the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. The CHGO Blackhawks will have postgame for that one following the game. Reportedly, somebody very special will be producing that CHGO Blackhawks postgame show. He shall remain nameless, though. <laughs> Mario just shook his head. Like You're working tonight? <laughs> yeah, I'm with the crew. That's why I got the Blackhawks, CHGO Blackhawks gear on. They're... They've got the coolest designs. I, I'm, I try not to be biased to the Bears stuff and the meat, but this is this is one of my favorite CHGO shirts we have Can going. Can you buy the proper size for you? It's a good size. What do you mean? What's wrong with the size? It looks a little tight. It's not a little tight. It's good. Little, what do you mean? A little tight. A little tight. 
Last year, last year would have been tight. I am happy you're wearing jeans today and not your normal super tight sweatpants. Yeah, I wore jeans for you today. Well, I'm glad. Yesterday you said yes. I'm like, tired. Will you stop putting on pants that show your your bulge? Yeah. Thank you. We could go now. That it's needed to be horrifying. Honor, yeah. Things coming at me every day in here. Hogs back tomorrow. Bulge is back tomorrow. Great ending to the show as always. Thanks for watching. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. See you, Joe Bears. We all silly like the mayor. 